The death toll from Sunday's quake in the southern Philippines rises to at least seven. That number, though, feared to rise further as efforts shift from rescue to retrieval at a collapsed supermarket in Davao del Sur. And Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam determined to end the violence in the Chinese territory after meeting with China's President Xi Jinping. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Seven people now confirmed dead across the southern Philippines after a magnitude 6.9 quake hit the region Sunday. Five of the fatalities are from Davao del Sur. Three of them retrieved from a collapsed department store in the municipality of Padada. Authorities say efforts have now turned to search and retrieval with no more signs of life detected under the building. I have 26 uh, uh, occupants or workers of this uh, uh, South, uh, South Green Marketing and isa lang po ang missing nila out of 26. This one was uh, then uh, nung missing since kahapon lang na narecover din kagabi. Uh, wala nang nagkiklaim ngayon. Uh, ito ang lahat ng mga workers all accounted for. Now, Sunday's quake was also felt in other parts of Mindanao, including Cotabato, a province still struggling to recover from a series of tremors last October. Lori May Andong reports. CCTV footage inside the city hall in Kidapawan shows employees rushing to the ground floor when the string quake hit. One of them slipped and fell. Another camera shows the shaking inside the 911 rescue office. Kidapawan City Mayor Joseph Evangelista says they have been closely monitoring landslide-prone areas following the series of quakes last October. This was more of uh, swaying, hindi yung camping. But hindi po pwedeng ibaba natin yung guard natin. A netizen was able to record people inside a mall in Kidapawan City running towards the main door when the quake happened. In this video, a crew member of a fast food chain continued to serve unlimited rice to their customers who brought their plates outside the establishment. In the town of Mlang, residents went out of their houses when the quake hit Sunday. This woman held on to this vehicle while the earth shook. Pwede man pala mag ano na lang, mag steady, mag upo and then go out from the house. In Butuan City, CCTV footage shows lights swaying inside a house. Classes were suspended Monday in Cotabato City, where the quake was felt at intensity 5. In Pandagtown, Magindanao, the roof of this multi-purpose hall collapsed, but local disaster officials say no one was hurt in the incident. Lori May Andong, ABS-CBN News. Some 2,000 families or roughly 10,000 individuals affected by Sunday's 6.9 magnitude quake in Davao del Sur. Most are from the municipalities of Bansalan, Santa Cruz and the city of Digos. They're still staying in evacuation centers. The Social Welfare Development Department says they are coordinating with local government units and delivering much-needed aid. A total of 57,473 worth of assistance uh, has already been provided by the Department of Social Welfare and Development to the affected families, particularly in the uh, city of Digos, Davao del Sur. This consists of family food, past and land food items such as uh, tents and uh, hygiene kits and sleeping kits. We have the existing assistance to individuals in crisis situation program wherein we can provide medical and uh, burial assistance 
to those who are affected. And of course, aside from the family food pack that we are providing, we are also uh, augmenting the resources of the local government units in the provision of other um, relief items. In other news, a lawyer of some of the families of the Maguindanao massacre victims is hopeful they will be able to secure a conviction despite the decade-long wait on a verdict. Nena Santos says their most difficult task was trying to find witnesses willing to speak up, as some of them were offered bribes or had their lives and the lives of their relatives threatened. She adds even the families of the victims were offered payoffs. Santos says they are ready to file cases against those who made those offers. There were two, two. Uh, who were who recanted, but the, they were only collaborating witnesses, so we were not uh, bothered by the by the offer. When in fact we have countered that, but uh, with their two other companions testifying, executing an affidavit that indeed they were offered and they received money. They were open enough to say who among the accused uh, gave the money. Are you at liberty to mention who actually made well, the offer? Uh, I think uh, we will not because uh, definitely we will use that later on uh, in filing cases uh, later on. So uh, Against those who tried to, yes. to offer money? Yes. The verdict on the Maguindanao massacre case will be out this Thursday, December 19th. Hong Kong's leader Carrie Lam determined to find an end to the violence in the Chinese-ruled city. After meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping in Beijing, Lam briefed Xi on the situation in Hong Kong Monday. Lam told him that she believed the level of violence and the number of demonstrators are decreasing. The Chinese leader earlier expressed support for Lam, saying he recognized Lam's efforts to govern Hong Kong. Hong Kong media have speculated the talks would lead to fresh directives on the crisis including a possible cabinet reshuffle. But uh, uh, they have also said that this is unprecedented. Uh, what we are now facing is a situation that has never happened in Hong Kong um, after reunification. So given the um, severity of the situation and the difficulties that we are facing, um, I can say that the leaders are fully appreciative of the efforts needed in order to achieve the objective. The protests in Hong Kong began in June over a now-withdrawn extradition bill, but demonstrators' demands swelled into calls for Lam's resignation and an investigation into alleged police brutality. Malacanang dismisses Vice President Lenny Robredo's call for calmer negotiations with water distributors Mainilad and Manila Water. Robredo earlier backed the re renegotiation of government's contracts with the two water concessionaires, but said there's a better way of dealing with them. For Duterte spokesman Salvador Panelo, Robredo should just keep her hands off the issue. What does it mean? Uh, it means I don't think she knows anything about it. The president has made a stand, and the stand appears to be very effective. She should know that. Last week, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte threatened a military takeover of Metro Manila's water distribution over alleged onerous provisions in the water concession contracts. 
Meanwhile, not all hope is lost from Manila Water and Manila. That's as water regulator MWSS clarifies it has not fully canceled their contract extensions. Alvin El Chico reports. The chief regulator of the Metropolitan Water Works and Sewerage System has clarified water rates will not double even if the government finally decides to terminate the extension of the concession agreements with Manila and Manila Water from 2022 to 2037. There is no way that we will allow na magdoble po ang water tariff. Hindi natin papayagan yan kasi po masyadong mabigat po yan sa ating publiko. According to Chief Regulator Patrick T, if their contracts do end in 2022, the MWSS is obliged to pay both concessionaires an expiration payment, which can be in the form of cash or negotiable instruments. The expiration payment can also be shouldered by whoever wins the new concession agreement, says T. Meanwhile, MWSS Administrator Emmanuel Salamat says the extension of the concession agreements from 2022 to 2037 is not yet fully cancelled. Salamat explains what the board revoked was the resolution authorizing the extension with the purpose of revising the agreement and remove what the government deemed as onerous and lopsided provisions. Salamat says the new deal will be offered first to Mainilad and Manila Water and if both junk it, it will be offered to entities or consortiums interested in becoming the new water concessionaires. Magsimula tayo sa bagong kontrata na magbe-benefit ang greater majority. Kung hindi, uh, we will go to the other process which is uh, uh, rebidding. An official of Manila that earlier warned both concessionaires may face bankruptcy if the concession agreements only last until 2022 since creditors are likely to demand the outright payment of loans. Alvin Chico, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Senate passed on third and final reading Senate Bill 1219 or the Salary Standardization Law of 2019. This after it was certified as urgent or as an urgent measure by President Duterte. Now, once enacted into law, government workers will receive pay hikes in four tranches starting in January next year. The increases in their base pay will be more than 23 percent or about 6,000 pesos come 2023. The Philippine government employs around 1.4 million personnel. The Philippine Central Bank launches the new 20 peso coin. In front, the coin retains the image of former Philippine President Manuel Quezon. On the flip side, it has a BSB logo, the Malacanang Palace, and a native flower called Nilad, which is believed to be the inspiration behind the Philippine capital's name. Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno says replacing the 20 peso bill, the most used denomination, is more cost-effective since a coin has a longer circulation life. He knows a bill lasts for six months, while a coin could last for 10 years. An enhanced five-peso coin was also introduced, featuring nine sides to make it more distinct. The new coins will go into circulation next year. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.